Welcome to Golf Better at Worldwide Golf Shops. Episode 215. Hello, everyone. My name is Tom Brissell. Thanks so much for joining us. Glad to have you. If you're a first-time listener or a long-time subscriber, or maybe somewhere in the middle, we're just glad that you tuned in with us today. Today is a very, very special day because we have somebody who is synonymous not only with putting and putters, but with excellence in the craft of golf club design. Joins us from up in Bettinardi headquarters, Mr. Bob Bettinardi. Bob, thanks so much for joining us. Man, it's great having you with us today. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. Bob, before we get started, can you take us back in time a little bit, back to the early days and how everything got started? Because it really is a fascinating story. Sure. Well, it was uh, back in the 80s when I graduated with my engineering degree. I uh, came back and I worked uh, uh, for my father who owned a uh, manufacturing facility. And uh, I started when I was 22 years old and uh, learned the um, finer aspects of machining. And we were doing work at the time for some of the agricultural companies, some medical companies, and some also uh, uh, U.S. defense industry work. And when you're doing work for those companies, you're, you're doing a lot of uh, work, which, which is, requires close tolerance work. Uh, you're dealing with all kinds of metals, whether it be stainless steel, carbon steel, uh, very uh, uh, intricate metals. And I was able to basically, you know, cut my teeth and learn through all that and, and uh, see how the machining process is done, uh, how to improve on processes, and also how to work with metals. So I would say by the time I was 28, uh, so from the 22 to 28, six years, I, I would have to say I be, almost became a metallurgist at that time and became very uh, high into the, the, the metal process. And at 28 years old, I, I said to my dad, I said, listen, I'm only making X amount of dollars a year. You know, you're not going to pay me a lot of money here, so how do I make how do I make more money? And he says, you're not going to make more money working for me. You're going to have to leave and go off and start your own business. So that's what I did. I left at the age of 28 and started my own business. I bought one machine and uh, had one employee, and we started doing work for the U.S. defense industry. And uh, from there... We grew the business uh, throughout the years, but that was in 1988. So in 1991 is when I walked into a golf shop in the, in the Chicago area, and I saw a poster uh, from a company, uh, an OEM golf company, that said that they were milling putters. And when I saw the word mill, it struck my eye and struck my mind because that's what I was basically learning about was this milling process. The light went on, and huh? The, the light went on. And, of course, at that time, I was a golfer, and I was a very passionate golfer. And I said, well, my gosh, someone's making putters that are milled. I wonder if I could do something like this. And that was back in 1991 and um, got my start with a – a couple of the OEMs, uh, bigger the big OEMs, one being Callaway, one being Titleist, and started making milled putters for those companies. Uh, after that, I about wasn't too soon after that we started making putters 
with my name on there, with the Bettinardi name, not the OEM names. And thus the be- the origin of Bettinardi Golf. And that was basically my first putter I made with my name on there was 1998. So from 1991 to 1998, that was about a seven or eight year span, I, I learned the golf industry inside out, backwards, forwards. And, uh, and I got to, to learn, you know, what professional golfers like in putters. I got to learn, uh, you know, how to mill a putter from, from front to, you know, back, uh, what it takes to get these pros into product and have them, of course, go out and win. That was a really big uh, deal for me. So in 1998 is when I started my own uh, putter brand. And uh, our first victory, believe it or not, on tour was 1999. It was just literally one year after I started. And I was out on tour, and I had a guy, Jasper Parnovic, pick up my putter. I was on the putting green, and he picked it up. And lo and behold, that was the first week I ever went out to the tour with a bag of putters to show the pros, and Parnovic ends up winning the tournament. Wow. And I remember going back and, and, and watching the golf tournament, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I remember watching it. I'm saying, oh, my gosh, this guy's a chance to win. He ends up winning, and I look at my wife. I go, well, that was easy. All you got to do is go out to a tour, give a putter away, and the guy ends up winning. You know, and I, I come to find out, of course, you know, not too long after that, that it's not that easy. It was, it was basically a total blessing to have something like that happen for me. So that that was kind of Bettinardi golf in a nutshell on how it started and, and how we got to at least to 1998. But your company never would have been there had you not invested those first few years with your dad hands-on and understanding that, right? I mean, what a, what a lesson for kids getting out of college today and wanting all the, everybody wanting to start at the top. Here's a situation where it just, I mean, you learn from the bottom up. Yep, learn from the bottom up. And the big thing is, is like you said, um, you know, having the, you know, the, I would say the, not the I don't know if I call it the smarts, but at least the, yeah, I would call my dad being very smart and saying to me, hey, listen, if you really want to, you know, be some someone who's accomplished, in the metalworking industry, this is what you got to do. And, you know, in reality, it was like, hey, I listened to my dad my whole life, and he never proved me wrong. I guess I could listen to him now, and I just went ahead and did it. And uh, But going into the golf industry has been a really a great thing for me because, again, it's, you know, if, if I was a motorcycle guy or if I was a bicycle guy or if I was a, a snowmobile guy, whatever it may be, I got to go into a business that it was my passion. And, you know, I started playing golf when I was 22. I was a, you know, 35 handicap my first year. The next year I was a 27 handicap. And, you know, I worked my way all the way down to about a seven handicap. But it was always a passion of mine. And to be making something or to be in a business that's your passion is really a cool thing, you know. Yeah. Well, for someone who's listening to us now who is not a, not a, a, a real good player and may not know the difference between a milling process and cast, just some of the, a little bit of the, the basics on that. Because I was reading that back in 93, only less than 10 players or 20 players a year were on tour were using a milled putter. I mean, that's hard to believe, but that's true, right? No, that's, that's 100% true. The mill putter was, uh, you know, I, I, the the era of mill putters was really in the 90s when it first started becoming very popular. Most people were, most professional golfers 
on all the tours, uh, you know, especially the PGA Tour, were playing putters uh, from uh, Ping Golf uh, and some of the other golf manufacturers who at that time, really the only process that people knew at that time was casting. And that's what, what they do is a molten metal is poured into a mold. And the mold is then left to cool, and they break the mold open, and there basically pops out your putter. And it's it's really a, I'm going to call it a old caveman-style process. Even in the 90s, I think it was kind of old and caveman-style. Back then, the golf industry didn't know too much better than only to cast. And by the way, it was a very inexpensive process. When you got into the milling side, which is taking a full block of metal, a steel, that is already, you know, in a rectangle shape. It's not cast, but it's, it's, it's basically throughput of metal where they start out with a big, huge chunk of metal, which maybe start out at four feet by five feet by six feet tall, and it's just drawn down until you get to your size that you need. And what you do is you, you then take that piece of metal that is drawn down to, say, two inches by four inches by, say, six inches, and it goes into a CNC milling machine. CNC stands for Computer Numerical Control. And you put that on a CNC milling machine that's programmed to make the exact part that you want. Now, whether it's a you know, a knife handle or a gun handle or a putter, whatever it may be that you've programmed that CNC milling machine, that machine is then carving away the excess metal and basically turning that block of metal into your product. And the reason why it's such a great avenue, especially for a putter, is because the putter is you're trying to put a ball into a four-and-a-quarter-inch hole and you want precision, and you want feel. So you're going to get both of those items when you mill something. Now, when you cast something, you're definitely not going to have a good feel, and you're definitely not going to have precision. Because, again, when you break open a mold, you're talking about tolerances within 10,000s. When you're talking about a machine putter or a mill putter, you're talking about tolerances within a half a thousandth, which is 20 times better or 20 times closer tolerance. That's huge. Think about that. That's that's just a huge number there. So, therefore, milling, the milling aspect is very, very highly sought after right now in the putter area, but it's also very expensive. Like I told you, the cast process, very inexpensive, very easy to do. The milling process is very expensive because... It takes time, and everybody knows time is money. Bob, you have a long history with the companies under Worldwide Golf, with uh, Roger Dunn, Edwin Watts Golf, and, and so on and so forth. Tell us a little bit about what the customers can find out in some of these select stores now with some of your latest equipment. Well, right now we have not released our 2017 models, and those will be released into the United States on January 20th. So just after the first of the year, you'll be able to see our 2017 models. Right now, we have our 2016 models still available, and they're still selling very, very well. And that would be the BB series, which is a uh, – the price point on that is $300. Uh, 
uh, and that would be a soft, very soft carbon steel putter. There's five models that fall into that. Actually, there's four models that fall into the BB series. Very soft carbon, carbon steel, black PVD finish, which is like a midnight black. It's just beautiful. Lime green uh, lampkin deep edge grip, and, uh, and, and a beautiful, uh, of course, head cover. But that, those putters right there are, are, are like our stalwarts in our line. Those are just always there. Those are BB1, BB8, BB40, BB1F. But you would have to go on our website to really look at each and every model. And going through your shops, I would have to say that the person who comes into your shops and sees the Betnardi line, I would like them just to know that everything is made in America. It's made in my facility. I just, in fact, today is a funny, uh, my, my girl came up to me and was giving me the, the list of employees that I have to uh, talk to and work with as far as their Christmas bonuses are concerned. <laughs> and I thought I had around 75 employees. I got 87 employees. So I've got another 12 that I didn't know I had. So we're close to 90 employees that are strictly making, you know, uh, the most beautiful, uh, highly sought-after golf putters in the world. And I'm very, very, very happy for it. Well, even if the 2017s won't be available till January, get into the retail store and put one of these in your hands and stroke a few putt with his, putts with it because the difference is just phenomenal. Yeah, so you're you're exactly right. Even if even if you, the 2017 won't be there, at least right now they can go there and see the product that we have to offer now. By the way, the BB series that I spoke of, that line is going to be in our line for 2017. That is not coming out. The, the studio stock line and the Queen Bee line will be coming out, but not the BB series. So, yes, please do. Please uh, check out our product. And I think the, the customer, we, we're, we're growing. Our, our business is growing every year. We grew from, from 2015 into 2016. We're going to grow again this year. 2017 looks very promising. One of the things I wanted to tell you, too, Tom, is the fact that we do have a guy like Keegan Bradley and Matt Kuchar, Jim Herman, who won last year the Houston Open. It was his first year on tour he won. Uh, Brian Gay, Lexi Thompson. A lot of these people uh, right now are playing our putters on tour. So we're getting that tour validation, which is huge for any golf company. Uh, they like what they, you know, especially take a guy like Matt Kuchar, who is I would almost consider a top ten machine. Uh, he's been playing our product for about six years now, and he absolutely loves it. So we have some great product. We have great tour players playing it, and uh, love to have the people come out and try it. Bob, thanks so much for carving out some of the time. Kind of a little play on words here. You're talking about the milling process, carving out some time with us. It's been great speaking with you. Final words for our listeners here on Golf Better. Uh, final words is that uh, just enjoy the uh, enjoy the, the winter season. <laughs> Some of us people are uh, are in the winter uh, side of it, especially in the Chicago time. But uh, you know, get out there. Please check it out uh, every week. Uh, if you look at those names, like I talked about, the Coochers and the uh, Keegan Bradleys are playing our product. Keep an eye on those guys, and I'm I'm hoping that they go into your stores and uh, pick up a veterinary. Thanks so much, Bob. It's great having you. All right, Tom. Thank you so much. Well, there you go, a man whose name is synonymous with 
the best putters in the game as far as what you put in your hand, and the best putters on each of the tours are playing it. Bob Bettinardi joining us here on Golf Better. Hey, as we get into that holiday season, you want to make sure to go online, WorldwideGolfShops.com. Check out our holiday gift guide. It is hot off the press. It is there, the electronic e-gift guide for all the gift ideas for those golfers on your list. And the ones you don't want to forget, obviously, are personalized golf balls. You say you have a golfer that has everything. No, every golfer needs golf balls, and every golfer loves personalized golf balls. Well, special thanks to Bob Bettinardi for joining us today and to you, our listeners. And we'll do it again next time when we have another episode of Golf Better at WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone.